Hello everyone, welcome to Behind the Scenes in Health podcast. This podcast is a show where we are focused on finding out what happens behind the scenes in the healthcare industry. We focus on Nigeria, Africa and the diaspora. A lot of persons do not have an idea of the sheer grit and determination that goes on with building healthcare, starting from training in school to building healthcare businesses. My name is Ronald Kelechi, we are popularly known as Dr. Ron. I am a medical doctor with a postgraduate degree in clinical anatomy. I'm currently pursuing another in health informatics. I'm interested in healthcare technologies, innovation, informatics, and health content creation. By the side, I run MRI Medic, a company focused on helping healthcare companies tell their brand stories. Join me on the show as I interview and have chats with experts across the healthcare space including players in health technology, seasoned clinicians, finance experts, and healthcare professionals who have veered off the practice. It is my hope that with this podcast, we will shed light on some of these great areas and hopefully inspire the next generation of healthcare professionals, one conversation at a time. Health informatics is one of the fastest growing areas in healthcare. And it's also very interesting to note that a lot of healthcare professionals can get into health informatics, be a doctor, nurse, pharmacist, or any kind of healthcare. But today's episode is focused on how pharmacists can get into health informatics and become an informatics specialist. Do you know, as a pharmacist, you can study a degree in health informatics and work as an informatics pharmacist, right? So, I mean, that's another area a lot of pharmacists are not aware about, and that's what I'm gonna be talking about in this video. So you might just wanna stick around to the end of the video to find out what it takes and all the steps required, right? Welcome everybody back to the channel. If you're new here, my name is Dr. Ron, and I talk about everything healthcare, including alternative careers that healthcare professionals can consider especially those who are looking to leave in clinical practice and move on to other things. So like I said, uh, I'm going to be talking about pharmacy informatics or informatics pharmacist, whichever way you want to call it, right? So basically, it's one of the options a pharmacist who wants to leave core clinical practice. Uh, you know, you're looking to get involved in tech a bit and apply to what you're doing as a pharmacist so this is also a very good option so by way of introduction uh by the way i have a separate video i'm working on to talk about health informatics in full though i talked about it on my podcast so i'm going to do a video about that so but health informatics just basically refers to the collection storage access and use of personal health information to improve treatment plans for patients and if you're a pharmacist who has informatics background or informatics training, basically you specialize in health informatics of medication-related patient care. So you primarily focus on the use of technology and communication to enhance factors associated with medication administration and the patient outcomes resulting from it. So things like uh, adverse drug reactions, drug-drug reactions. Those are some of the things you might be monitoring as an informatics uh, pharmacist. So again, you're also going to be looking at things around information sharing, 
between clinicians and pharmacists because that also helps to prevent errors in um, prescribing or telling physicians, I mean, you can't do this or you need to do this or you need to change this. And also, you know, generally enhance the service delivery in the pharmaceutical space. Now, for informatics uh, pharmacists, there are a couple of specializations that are available for those who want to specialize. Uh, the first one is uh, you can opt to become a drug safety specialist who their primary function is to monitor drug safety by tracking administration, the use of medications, and uh, generating reports about different medications and what's been done so far. And they also go a step further by auditing medication inventories. So for example, if you're working in a system or hospital that has uh, electronic health records, so it's easy to do all these kind of audits to see what's going on in terms of medication. Now, another specialization available is a clinical data analyst. So you analyze pharmacy data to ensure effective use of information. And with the data and your analysis, you're also able to you know, develop and modify systems to assess and process pharmacy data. Then another option is becoming a pharmacy informatics technician. So the technicians are usually responsible for imputing data, dispensing medications, and generally, you know, ensuring the systems uh, used in healthcare as it pertains to medication delivery and all of that work very well. So these are some of the few specializations that are available as an informatics pharmacist. I mean, this list is, is not exhaustive. If you go online, you're going to see more. Then a lot of persons begin to wonder, what are you going to be doing? What's your day-to-day -day activity going to look like in the hospital if you work as a pharmacy informatics informaticist, right? So first of all, you collaborate with other healthcare and information technology professionals to promote efficient and safe, optimal use of medications in the workplace. You also get to contribute to transformation of healthcare IT by analyzing, designing, implementing, and evaluating information systems. So for example, if a hospital is looking to you know, acquire an EMR or EPR or EHR, so there is usually a pharmacy module in that unit. So you, it depends on the type anyway. There's usually a nursing module, there's an outpatient module, theater module, A&E module. So they're usually a pharmacy module. So the pharmacy informaticist is usually someone who has a very good knowledge about how the systems work. And, you know, his, his input is going to be, you know, required and, you know, considered top level in designing and deploying such systems. So you can also do that. Then you get to improve pharmacy-related metrics through implementation, improvement, quality improvement. You, you perform and present data analysis. I, I mentioned earlier, one of the things you could do is uh, pulling up data from electronic records. So when you do that, you're able to represent the data and you know, present it to stakeholders and for decision making really. So that's what the job description or day-to-day -day activity of someone who is a format pharmacy informaticist looks like. So I already mentioned you could be a pharmacy analyst, 
you can be a pharmacy informatics specialist. Now, what are the qualifications required for you to do this? So, first of all, you need to be a pharmacist. So, you need to have gone to school, your first degree, either you have the PharmD qualification or the equivalent for your first degree. So, you have to be a qualified and practicing pharmacist. Then, secondly, most employers usually tend to pick people who also have an extra degree in health informatics, right? So, I mean, having a degree in health informatics is an added advantage. So, I mean, it looks like that's the only option really for you. If you want to be in this area to just go do a degree in health informatics. So those are the two key requirements really be a qualified pharmacist and you have a degree in health informatics now there are a lot of schools out there offering um, health informatics at the postgrad level in the uk in the us canada new zealand i think in fact globally there are a lot of schools so it's just for you to do your search and uh, look at where you're going to your budget or your costs and all of that and go acquire the degree and all of that so some of the schools i mean they are so numerous so if you're looking at moving to canada to do that course you'll be looking at schools like university of toronto there's ubc that's university of british columbia there's montreal there is a uh, university of manitoba if you're heading to australia there is monash university university of sydney if you're looking at the uk there is a swansea university there's a University of Bristol, if you're heading to the US, there's University of Minnesota, Southern California. So I mean, the schools are endless depending on where your interests lie, right? So that's for the schools. So I get this question a lot. So after all of this, I mean, how much am I expected to earn? Or how lucrative is being a pharmacist, uh, informaticist? look like so well i i tried searching so i mean the salary expectations are not bad so in the u.s you'll be looking at uh, if you're working in the united states so you'll be looking at a salary range of at least like 43 i think that was the minimum i found forty-three thousand dollars per annum which can gradually increase as your years of experience and all of that increases in the uk you'll be looking at um 39,000 pounds minimum and going upwards in canada you'll be looking at about seventy two thousand three hundred canadian dollars per annum you know then in australia you'll be looking at sixty thousand australian dollars per annum then in germany you'll be looking at typically between two thousand to three thousand to four thousand euros per month so this is what the salary expectation looks like on the global stage. So sadly in Nigeria, I mean, I, I don't think that specialization is available yet. So there is no information as to um, who is working as a pharmacy informaticist. So basically you still have just the pharmacist of which, uh, I mean, their entry, those are the entry level, middle level, and senior pharmacists. So I, I think for in Nigeria, you're looking at maybe like 150k for entry level. I think the interns are a bit lower. I'm not quite sure about that salary scale in Nigeria. So that's what the salary expectation looks like. So 
if you mean looking for how to move into health tech as a pharmacist, then this is a good uh, option for you to consider. So do your research, Google all the schools, check which one appeals to you. And I mean, go in there, do your program. And I mean, the, the jobs are there. Health informatics on its own is a growing area in the healthcare space. So it's not possible to, you know, be out of a job or probably be looking for a job because there are a lot of opportunities out there with a health informatics degree. Then being a pharmacist, I mean, that's a super combo. So yes, that's it for how to get into or how to become a pharmacy pharmacist informaticist or pharmacy informaticist or informatics pharmacist so yeah guys so i mean so if you're a pharmacist out there looking for what to do this is a very good option for you to consider so probably one of these days i'll get somebody who's a informatics pharmacist to come on the show to talk about his or her experience what he or she did uh, how they're enjoying it i mean i can't talk about work-life balance or how interesting it is because i'm not in that field right even though i study health informatics i mean i'm not a pharmacist i'm a medical doctor so i'll bring those who are pharmacists and working as informatics pharmacists to come and share their story i think that would be a better way to you know, for them to share their lived experience to help people looking for these courses or job roles understand what they are getting into and make better decisions. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please give us a like, subscribe to the channel, and uh, turn on the bell notification so that whenever I have new content or schedule my live sessions, you'll be among the first persons to know and also, you can still share this video with your friends, your colleagues, because I know a lot of persons are looking for this information, which is really, really very relevant. So I'll be coming your way next week, as usual, with brand new content. So stay safe, stay cool, and stay blessed. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the end of this podcast. And I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed myself in putting this together. Like I usually say, please don't forget to share the podcast with your friends, with your families, with your colleagues. I mean, so that every other person out there can also enjoy from the world of the conversations we share on this show. And until I come your way next week with another interesting episode on the show, please stay safe and remain blessed. Bye for now.